what does this person, the purchase ready version of my ideal customer, what do they know to be true? What questions are they already asking? What are they presently experiencing? And what do they see as the real problem? When you know all of that, and when you have that clarity on who this version of your ideal customer is, what they are facing, that's when we can now find that core language, those messaging pieces that we can use to talk about your offer. Welcome to Selling Chocolate, the podcast where I am sharing the tactical steps, mindset shifts, and strategies that will help big-hearted entrepreneurs like you expand your visibility, impact, and income, and create consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. Around here, we call that sustainable success. I'm your host, Carly Jo Bell, cat lady, business coach, product and service-based business owner, and the founder of Whole Co Media. By tuning into this episode today, you are showing your brain that not only is it possible for you to create genuinely sustainable success in your business, it's also a reality that is available to you right now. And now all you need to do is listen and then choose to take the aligned next step toward your version of sustainable success. So let's dive in. What if you knew how to talk about your work in a way that accurately conveyed how powerful and how transformative it is? What if anytime someone asked you, oh, what do you do? You could answer that question so clearly, so confidently, and even if they weren't a right fit for your work, they would immediately know or they would immediately be able to think of someone who is a right fit for your work. What if you knew how to talk about your work in a way that not only magnetizes your soul-aligned people, but that also converts them into being your paying right fit clients? That is exactly what we are doing today helping you find the right words, the words that sell to your right fit client. That is why we are here. But I'd love to know who's here and love to see a little hello so that way we can feel like we're having a conversation. And I want to also just say thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being here on day three of this series, the live training series, the 10K month formula, um, where you are learning how to make more sales with more ease every single day. Oh, yay, Elle's here. Hello. So, so, so happy to see you. Now, just let's kind of look at, we are on day three. We are officially now on the latter half of this training series. So let's just kind of remind ourselves where we've come from, what we've already covered. This whole training series, the intention is for you to create your, or to learn what you need to have in order to create your first or first in a while 10K cash month. But as I've said numerous times now, literally the way that you create a 10K cash month (laughs) or even anything beyond that is getting more right fit people into sales conversations with you and then learning how to convert them into paying clients. Like that's literally it. Any revenue goal that you want to hit, a 10K month, a 20K month, an 80K month, like literally 
all that you need to figure out how to answer is how do I get into sales conversations with more right fit people and then convert them into paying clients? And of course, your answer to that question might be a little bit different if you are going for, say, a 100K month versus your first 10K month. But that question is ultimately the foundation of what you need to be able to answer in order to reach whatever your next revenue goal is. So on day one, we've answered the question of who even is your right fit person. And if you haven't watched that training, seriously, after this, go back and watch it. It's going to be really helpful. It has already like changed a lot of people's perspectives on their business, on what they're doing, and it's helped them get clearer on literally everything else now that we're covering in this live training series. In that first training on day one, we talked about how there are four versions of your ideal customer. And only one of those four people is actually ready to buy your full, highly transformative offer. We also talked about how most ideal customer work really stops short of answering the questions that actually matter. If you're wanting to make more sales in your business, you don't need to just know, oh, who is the ideal person I want to work with? You need to be really clear on which version of that ideal person is ready to buy and which version of that ready-to-buy person is best positioned to succeed with your work. Then on day two, we talked about what offer will be the right fit for your right fit person. I gave you three kind of characteristics or pieces of how to create an obvious yes offer, an offer that your customer is going to look at and be like, yep, I'm ready to buy. We also talked about how so many business owners think that the problem that they're facing is that, oh, I'm not making enough sales. But not making enough sales, as we talked about in yesterday's training, is actually a symptom. It is not the real problem. The real problem often comes down to one of four things, or sometimes a combination. (laughs) The first real problem is that your audience can't immediately understand your offer or see for themselves how it's going to transform their lives. The second real problem is that the structure of your offer doesn't align with the purported transformation of your offer. For example, let's say you have a course, right? And you're saying this course, this self-study course, is going to completely change your entire life. It's going to make it so that, I don't even know, but it's going to transform your entire life, right? The problem with that is that a self-study course typically cannot actually transform someone's entire life. It might be able to help them with something, right? With finding one solution to one problem, but can a self-study course completely transform someone's life? Probably not. Because it's hard to create curriculum that meets every single person exactly where they are. And we're humans and we also need more than just learning, right? We need a whole lot more than that. That's where oftentimes if you have a course, maybe, and you're wanting to get people a full transformation, maybe you include coaching in that or whatever. We can have a whole other conversation about that. But that's the second common problem as to why you might not be making enough sales or consistent sales. Number three you maybe don't actually want to sell this offer. (laughs) Or maybe you're like, I do want to sell this offer, but you don't want to have to actually deliver part of the offer. Problem number four, you might be worried that this offer isn't actually going to get your clients the intended transformation. 
And maybe that comes down to something in the offer structure. Maybe it comes down to your own internal confidence in yourself, in your expertise, et cetera. The other kind of sister problem to this one is that you may be carrying the success or your client's success on your shoulders. You are taking responsibility for their success and you're saying, I have to make sure that they succeed. And sometimes it's even, I have to make them succeed. But the problem with that is that you don't actually want to do that. Because in some part of your body, it knows that anytime I'm taking now responsibility for someone else's success, that is like way too huge of a responsibility for me. And it is. Because you literally cannot make anyone else succeed. You can support them. You can create the conditions within which they can succeed, but you cannot make them succeed. And now we're on today. We covered how to fix a lot of those real problems, the foundational problems yesterday in that training. But today, we are here to talk about that first one that problem of your audience isn't immediately understanding your offer or seeing how your offer is going to transform their lives or their business or whatever it is that you're helping them with. We have covered so many powerful foundations this week. As I even just kind of go back and like give that recap, like we have covered so many amazing foundations this week so far. And I know from speaking with some of you that there's been a lot of breakthrough moments. And so now I want to hear from you. Tell me in the chat, what has your biggest takeaway so far from this live training series been? What has your biggest takeaway been so far? And I ask, and you know, please put that in the chat, whether you're here live or you're watching the replay, but I ask because it is so easy to get caught up in learning, 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 and not integrating. (laughs) It is so easy to get caught up in taking things in, but then not filtering it and deciding what do I want to carry forward with me? What do I want to truly take from this and then bring into the next steps that I'm going to take? to create my first or first in a while 10K plus cash month. So what has your biggest takeaway so far been from this live training series? Trita saying, getting to my ready to purchase clients. Yes, yes. It makes a huge difference when you actually know who that right fit person is. And when you know how to actually speak to them, which is what we're here to do. (laughs) And when you know that you have an offer that is just literally going to be so powerful on their transformational journey, everything gets easier. Making more sales, attracting new leads, all of it gets so much easier. Elsa says, I realized from this week that I have been (laughs) overcomplicating, I can't speak, (laughs) overcomplicating my sales process. Yes. Amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Because there are so many voices in this online business world that are telling us what we should be doing. 
And it's like, you have to do this, 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 you have to do this. And all of that tends to be surface level tactics. It's you have to start doing reels because reels go viral or whatever. You need to get onto this marketing platform because that's where your ideal customer is. Hint, your ideal customer is on literally every platform. So you get to choose which one you want to be on, but that's a different conversation. (laughs) It's you have to have a welcome sequence and the welcome sequence has to say one, two, three things, right? All of these things are surface level tactics. Some of them will work, but none of them can work unless you have the foundational strategies. And when you have the foundational strategies, which is literally what we are here learning, that's when you can pick and choose which of these surface level tactics do I want to use? Do I want to live launch or do I want to do a private podcast launch? (laughs) Do I want to launch at all? Or do I want to maybe just talk about my offer every day for three weeks, right? Like you get to now choose what your surface level tactics are once you are firmly rooted in these foundations in these foundational strategies. And we're going to talk about this in a second, but these foundational strategies, they literally will not only create your first or first in a while 10K cash month, but they can help you create any revenue goal that you have after this point. So while you're answering, let me just remind you who I am. If this is your first day here, or if you don't know me, I'm Carly Jo Bell. You can just call me Carly. I'm a big hearted business coach helping online service-based business owners create their first or first in a while 10K cash month. And we do that by developing their offers, their messaging, their marketing, their sales strategy, their foundational strategies, not the surface level tactics, so that they can start generating more leads and signing soul aligned clients on repeat. And here's the big secret, right? I kind of just alluded to this before, but everything that we do together when we're building these foundations helps you create your first or first in a while 10K cash month. Absolutely. And every single thing that we do when we're building these foundations is what actually sets you up to be able to consistently create bigger and bigger and bigger five-figure cash months. What I have done to create 20K months, 30K months, 50K months, and 80K sales month are literally all the exact same things that I did to create my very first 10K cash month. This process, these foundations, they work at every single level. No matter the changes to the algorithm, no matter whatever marketing platform you want to be on, the way that you launch or how you generate leads, no matter what your next level goal is, whether that's to create your first 20K cash month or your first 100K cash month, these foundations work. They always work. And so by creating your first or first in a while 10K cash month using these foundations, you're not only creating your first 10K cash month. You are practicing a repeatable process that the better you get at it, the more money you'll make the more consistently you'll make that money and the bigger goals like that million dollar a year even will be entirely within reach. I was literally talking to a client the other day who told me, you know, I don't actually know how I created my first 10K cash month. (laughs) She said, it just sort of happened. 
And I know that many of you have had bigger months in your business and you feel the same way. Like it kind of just happened. And here's the thing with that. When something just happens, you don't know how to repeat it (laughs) because it feels like it was entirely out of your control. It feels like it was a fluke. And for some of you, maybe it was a fluke. And that doesn't diminish like the actual work that you put into it whatsoever, right? But without knowing how to repeat it, and not just once, but literally month after month after month, (laughs) and creating so much consistency that 10K now becomes your floor, then it's going to feel like it was a one-hit wonder. And where there was something magical that was just out of your control and it just happened. And now you kind of have to sit back and you have to wait and you kind of have to just like keep hoping and wondering when that magic is going to happen again. But that isn't the actual reality here. That is literally not the reality or rather it is a reality, but it's not the reality that you're going to want to choose because the reality is that when you have these foundations the ones that we're talking about in this training series, absolutely. But please also understand that I have literally an entire six-month process around building and practicing and integrating these foundations <laughs> so that they actually set you up to create those consistent five-figure cash months. When you create that first 10K cash month using these foundations, then what you also now have is the business growth expertise to be able to say, I want to make 10K, 20K, 30K, 40K, whatever it is. And here's how I'm going to do it. It's no longer pure magic though. Yes, there is always magic. I am like such a believer that literally like there's always magic that comes in and happens. And it usually happens when we're taking the aligned, you know, the aligned steps, the aligned action steps. But now, instead of just relying on that magic and saying, I have to wait until the magic comes, you get to combine that magic with experience, with business building expertise. And when you have your expertise in whatever the work is that you do, right? Because that's why you started a business. You have expertise in something that you're doing. When you combine that expertise in the work that you do with business building expertise, and then of course, with being able to continually tap into and create magic, that is when your business starts to really take off. And that is when you're able to consistently create bigger and bigger and bigger five-figure cash months. So with all of this in mind then, let's do what we are actually gathered here to do today. Let's find the words that easily sell your transformative offer to your right fit client. So typically when people come to me and they are, you know, realizing that they have some difficulties with their messaging or with the words that they're using, they kind of say something along the lines of like, I don't know how to actually talk about my work. (laughs) And sometimes they follow that up with, it all just sounds bland and generic and it's not really clear. It's not really powerful. And the biggest reason that I see that my clients don't know how to talk about their work is because they're an expert at their work. (laughs) which I'll explain. So every day you are living and breathing and doing your work, right? Every day you are just in, you're immersed in your work. It's kind of like that fish in water situation, right? Where the water is your work. 
and you're the fish. And it's just hard to even notice how amazing this water is, the work is, or even to be able to put your finger on why it's amazing, right? If you were to sit here and you're like, I'm breathing air right now. Yes, I am surrounded by air. How do I describe why air is amazing? Like, it's like, well, keeps me alive. (laughs) But it just sounds bland. It sounds generic. It's like, how do I actually communicate the real power of air or of water if you're a fish or of my work? How do I communicate it in a way that it naturally attracts in my right fit people and it now motivates them, it moves them into action because it's so clear that they're saying, that's what I want, right? How do we do that? How do we do that, especially when it feels like this is just what I do? (laughs) This is just what I do. But here's the deal with that. Your work changes lives. And many of you know this, right? Many of you know this already on a very visceral level. You're like, I feel the truth in that. I know that my work changes lives. But some of you might hear me say that your work changes lives. And you might feel on some level like, yeah, that's true. But then your brain is giving you all of these reasons as to why it may not be true, right? Well, that client, I don't know, they didn't get a very big result or that client or or this happened or I haven't done this yet. What are those reasons your brain might be giving you? Regardless of however you feel around this idea that your work changes lives, the truth is, is that your work changes lives, especially if it has been set up to intentionally create the conditions within which your client can succeed. And if you know how to almost exclusively attract in your right fit people, that is when your work can't help but change people's lives. And yes, this is true. Whether you're building websites or you are helping someone use the power of plant medicine, right? To awaken to their truth and their power, your work changes lives. So now you simply need to know, how do I talk about my work in a way that my right fit person will hear and immediately understand and then be immensely drawn to? and be activated into taking action. Whether that's booking that sales call, DMing you, signing up on your sales page, whatever it is, you need to know how to talk about your work so that it moves them into that action. So as with literally everything in our businesses, at least for me and my clients here at Holco, we always start from that really core foundation of your right fit person. Because We are constantly asking ourselves, how do we best serve our soul-aligned people? In order to best serve them, we have to start with them. (laughs) We can't start with anything else. We have to start with them. We did that on day one. We talked about how that plays into your offer on day two. Now we're on day three, where we need to figure out how to now speak in words that matter to them and that will attract them. So just Come back with me for a moment. On day one, we identified that there are four versions of your ideal customer, right? Once you've done the work to understand who is my ideal customer, like who do I actually want to work with? Who feels so aligned and I'm just so excited about working with them? Then there are four versions of that person. The first version is someone who is not ready to buy. The second version is someone who wants one solution to one singular problem. 
The third version is someone who's looking for a savior, right? They're looking for the coach or the strategy or the whatever that's going to fix them, save them, make it work finally, right? And number four, and this is the key, the fourth version of your ideal customer is that person who is ready to fully transform. And as you know, that person, that fourth person, the person who is fully ready to transform, that is who you want to sell your transformative offer to. And that means that your messaging needs to speak exclusively to that person and not to any of the other three versions of your ideal customer. So let me just pause for one moment. I want to just clarify what I mean when I say messaging. Messaging is the words that you use to talk about your work. And that's like the most basic definition. (laughs) But what I also want you to really understand is that messaging is not the same as copy. It's not the same as content. Your messaging are those really core foundational phrases or words that you are using repeatedly throughout your business. So your messaging are the foundations. And then we take those foundations, those messaging foundations, those key phrases, key words, key concepts. We take those and we implement them into sales page copy. We implement those into an email. We implement those into social media post, a TikTok. We take the messaging and we implement it in these other places of our business. But the messaging is that key foundational language that you will use over and over and over and over. How many times have you heard me say, your first or first in a while 10K cash month? I can't even count. (laughs) It's been hundreds, I feel like. (laughs) That is a piece of messaging. I haven't been using this language so much in this training series, but sustainable success is a piece of messaging for me. It is words that I use repeatedly in areas of my business. So we have to figure out what that messaging is for us to then be able to do any of those other things successfully. So if you've ever felt like, I'm posting all the time on social media and no one's paying attention. The question is, are you using the right messaging, right? Have you already done the foundational messaging work to then be able to create that content that is going to create engagement, create conversions, et cetera? The messaging is the foundation. And you'll notice we've kind of been building foundation on top of foundation on top of foundation. There's a reason for that. (laughs) That was done intentionally. We did your right fit client. We did the offer. Now we're doing the messaging. How do we talk about that offer so that the right fit client knows that we're speaking directly to them? So coming back from that little sidebar, the definition there. So now that you know that there are four versions of your ideal customer, and you know that you need to make sure that you are speaking exclusively to that version who is ready for the entire transformation, then you need to know how to talk to that person and not to any of the other people. So how do we do that? How do we do that? There's a few ways, but I'm going to give you some questions to use to kind of like start really understanding who this person is. So a couple things to kind of hold on to for a moment and reflect on. 
Number one, what does this version of your ideal customer, the one who is fully ready to transform, what does this version of your ideal customer already know to be true? What does this version of your ideal customer, the one who is ready for the full transformation, already know to be true? I'm going to go into the next one, then we'll come back and talk about some examples. Number two, what does this version of your ideal customer, what questions are they already asking? This version of your ideal customer, what questions are they asking? Number three, this version of your ideal customer, what are they presently in this moment experiencing? Number four, this version of your ideal customer, the one who is fully ready to transform, what do they see as the real problem that they're facing right now? So let's talk about this really quickly. Let's, let's look at what, what is this actually going to look like, right? Let's think about my ideal customer, my purchase ready ideal customer, the person who is both fully ready to transform and is best positioned to succeed, my right fit person, what do they already know to be true? They already know that they want to build a business that lasts. They already know that they have some mindset things that have been holding them back from taking the action they need to take. They already know that following one, two, three, this is so-and-so's surface level tactic that following that and completely like getting rid of their own power here, they already know that that's not something they want to do and that they want to build a business where they get to live and create from a place of authenticity and from their own power. They already know that they want to stop looking outside of themselves for the answers, for the tactics, for whatever it is. And they want to start looking inside for answers and outside for ideas. They already know that they have a business that could be successful. They also already know that there are some missing foundations that are is really it's keeping them from being able to now create that business that they know they are capable of creating. What questions are they asking? They're asking a lot of questions like, you know, how do I actually build a business that is in alignment with who I am and what I want, but also that really serves my people? What are they presently experiencing? They're not making consistent sales in their business. But instead of that version of my ideal customer that's looking for a savior, they know I'm not making enough sales, but that person is looking for a savior. They're going to say, well, what can I do? Like, oh, this person says that I need to run ads. So I'm going to run ads. And so that's what's going to get me more sales. But my purchase ready version, that version of my ideal customer who is ready to fully transform, they know ads probably aren't going to help me right now because there are other pieces that I know are missing. I know that I need to make some edits to my offer. I know that I need to make some edits to my messaging. I know that I need to better figure out how to market to my right fit person. Do you see the difference there? The person who's looking for a savior is taking their power and giving it away to someone else. 
But the person who knows that they are ready for the full transformation, their present experience is actually, it's not this like, I need to figure this out. Someone help me. I'm going to try all these things. It's okay. I've tried a lot of things and I'm realizing that the things, the tactics aren't the problem. It's the foundations. And this goes into that last piece, right? What does this person already see as their problem, as the real problem? My ideal customer sees that their problem is, is that they don't have these core foundations, that they have been spinning their wheels, they've been trying all of these different things to some extent reaching some levels of success. But now they're ready to actually build a business that is going to support them into their first or first in a while 10K cash month and way beyond that. So you need to understand what does this person, the purchase ready version of my ideal customer, what do they know to be true? What questions are they already asking? What are they presently experiencing? And what do they see as the real problem? And when you know all of that, And when you have that clarity on who this version of your ideal customer is, what they are facing in their lives, in their current realities, that's when we can now find that core language, those messaging pieces that we can use to talk about your offer. And there's really two questions that we need to be able to answer in order to find these core messaging pieces. Literally two questions, and it gets to be so simple. But it's only simple if you already have identified who that purchase ready person is, and you already understand their present experience. And I'm going to even add to that that you not only understand their present experience, but you understand how that differs from those other three versions of your ideal customer, right? Because what your customer, your ideal customer who is not ready to buy is experiencing or facing or questions they're asking is different from the version of your ideal customer who is looking for one solution to one problem. And that's different from the version of your ideal customer who's looking for a savior. And that's different. All of that is different from the version of your ideal customer who is truly ready to transform. So you see why we've started where we've started. We have to know what that version of your ideal customer who is truly ready to transform, what they're currently facing, what they know to be true, what questions they're asking, what problems they're experiencing. We have to know what they see as the real problem. And now from that place, we can answer these two core questions and create messaging. So what are these two core questions? Number one, what does this version of my ideal customer want? Sounds simple, or maybe it does. (laughs) But what does this version of my ideal customer want? And we have to be able to answer this question from both knowing who the right fit person is, but also we need to be able to answer it from their language, not our language, right? Because we know, (laughs) we know what they need. We know all the things, right? Like we're an expert in our work. 
But just because they know that they're ready to transform doesn't mean that they already have all of the same language that we have. Will they have it by the end of working with you? Yes, absolutely. But they might not have it just yet. And so you need to think about how would they say? How would they answer this question of what do they want? The second question in order to create foundational messaging is why does this person want that? What do they think that having that thing is going to do for them? When we can answer these two questions and we can answer them from the perspective of our right fit client, we can answer them from their language, not our language. That's when we will be able to discover the messaging that truly attracts in our right fit people because now we're going to use language that they're like, oh my gosh, that's what I'm looking for. And not only that, right? Because we're if we answer the question of what they want, that's going to help them see, yes, that's exactly what I'm looking for. But we have to also be able to answer that why question. Why do they want that? Because that answer is where we start to paint the picture of what is going to happen for them when they get that thing that they want. And this is where we start to differentiate ourselves from any sort of flooded market as well. Because why your person wants the thing that they want is different than why your competitor's person wants the thing that they want. Now, here's the problem that I see so many people run into when they're trying to answer these two questions. They start thinking, but this is like, it's just so bland and it's generic. And it's like, there's, you know, like, how do I even talk about this? Especially I hear this from life coaches. They're like, how do I talk about this without sounding life coachy? (laughs) Which is funny because I'm like, you're a life coach. (laughs) But anyway. There is a way to actually answer these questions without it sounding bland and generic. And how we do that is by answering from the perspective of our true right fit person. And we can only do that if we've already gone through that process of fully identifying who that right fit person is. And I want you to notice here that I am asking you to create messaging foundations in words that might not be your words. I'm asking you, or rather inviting you, to create messaging foundations that are in your customer's words, your right fit customer's words, not your own. And we're doing that because, again, we are building everything in our business, at least here at Holco and my clients as well, We're building everything in our business from this perspective of what is going to serve my soul-aligned people best. And what's going to serve them best is getting them into the offer that is going to help them transform how they want to transform. And in order to do that, we need to talk about that offer in a way that sounds familiar to them and that sounds like, yes, that's exactly what I've been saying that I want. That's it. So this is a place where we have to think about how do I step out of my own voice for a moment and think about their voice and bring their voice into my business. That doesn't mean that you're abandoning your voice because your voice is going to fill in all the other cracks. 
But at the foundation, we have to understand what they are saying in their voice. And then you're going to use your voice to talk about those key messaging points. And here's the thing with this. The more practice that you have, the more practice you have of using your customer's voice and your messaging, the easier it's going to become for you to figure out how do I say this and still sound like me, right? And I often tell my clients, whenever you start a process of essentially like implementing one of these core foundations that I teach, it might at the beginning, especially the first few times that you use it or try it out, it might feel a little formulaic. It might feel a little like clunky. It might not feel totally authentic and natural and amazing to you just yet. But that's because you are trying to learn a new skill. I coach youth volleyball on the side. And the first time that I like teach someone how to serve, for example, you know, I like show the form, you get the bow and arrow, you toss the ball, you swing through, whatever. The first time that I show them how to do that, and I give them the foundational technique on how to serve a volleyball, they're like, <laughs> nothing about it feels comfortable or natural or normal because it's a brand new skill. But the more that they practice and the more that they move through it, the more that they find, oh, this is how my body feels when I am making this or taking this action. And it's the exact same with things in business. We have to know these foundational pieces of our business, the foundational things that actually make anything else in our business work, we have to know them and we have to practice them. And the more we practice them, the more we'll integrate them into our lived experience and into who we are and into how we do things. And that is when we get to really then step into even more authenticity, even more creativity, even more of like who we truly are. But now we're bringing that authenticity and creativity alongside effective foundations, the things that actually work. We have now integrated those things and that is when we build true sustainable success in our business where we get to have those consistent five-figure months doing work we love doing in the way we love doing it. And what I see though, for a lot of business owners, especially ones who haven't yet created their first 10K cash month, is that they stop with that Someone is giving you like a, you know, a method or a technique or a process or something. And they're like, okay, I have to just do one, two, three. They stop there though. And they never step into how do I integrate that into who I am or with who I am. But that is where the true power and the true magic and the true ability to create what we want comes when we integrate the foundations with who you are and we now create a business where you are able to be truly effective at bringing right fit people in, making sales, helping them transform. And you're able to do that in a way that feels really natural, normal, and authentic to you. So when you know how to talk about your work, you make more sales. <laughs> when you know how to talk about your work and talk about it in your customer's language, not your own, you make more sales. And you bring in now these right fit people into your offers, these people who are truly ready to transform and who are now going to thrive inside of your offer, get that transformation because you spoke directly to them from the very beginning. But of course, there is one more thing, one more thing that when you do this, it's going to make it so much 
easier for you to get right fit people into sales conversations and then convert them into paying clients. And most entrepreneurs who have not yet had their first 10K plus cash month or who maybe have had it but feel like it was a fluke, most of those entrepreneurs are not doing this one thing. And that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. So I want to close out by answering a few of your questions that you all have been putting on the reflection questions um, from day one and day two. The first question that really stuck out to me was, do I have to be extremely structured and masculine and spend a lot on systems in order to create my first or first in a while or even consistent 10K cash months? So do I have to be extremely structured? Do I have to be extremely masculine? Do I have to put all of these systems and processes into place in order to do this? No. (laughs) In fact, I actually recommend to my clients who have not yet created their first 10K cash month or who maybe did, but it was kind of that fluke, right? And now they're trying to do it with a little bit more intention with foundations underneath them. I actually recommend to them that we don't systematize much of anything just yet. And the reason for that is that by systematizing something before we actually have figured out what foundations are going to work, we're now essentially just wasting our time. Because if you systematize something that isn't yet fully working, then you are going to end up with something that you're probably going to have to shift when you figure out what actually works. And so the journey to that first or first in a while 10K cash month really is a journey of making a mess. I call it the mad scientist, right? We put our mad scientist hat on. We take off the perfectionist hat. We put the mad scientist hat on. And we call it a mad scientist because mad scientists are more committed to the journey than they are to finding one specific destination, right? One specific result. Mad scientists understand that by trying things, that's where they will discover the best solution, the thing that they're really looking for. And so that is how we approach creating that first 10K cash month is we approach it from this place of what are the foundations, but now you're going to go try to implement those foundations. And inside my program, actually, we do this in like kind of chunks with like little challenges broke up, broken up in between um, different learning modules, because when we have that challenge, then it's like, okay, I'm going to go implement this. I'm going to try this out. I'm going to come back and take what I've learned from that. And I'm going to make that foundation even stronger as I move forward and continue building on top of it. So do we have to kind of go into this really like structured masculine, I have to do X, Y, Z, spend a lot on systems and all of these things in order to create a 10K month? No, nope, nope, nope. You simply need to know what those foundations are. And then you need to practice those foundations and continually refine those foundations. And with these foundations, you will create your first 10K cash month. Like that's literally how it happens. So question number two, someone said 10K sounds great, but I worry it's not enough. So how do I make more than that and do so consistently? I kind of touched on this at the beginning of the training, but what I really want you to understand here is that when you create your first 10K or whatever month, I had a client whose first five-figure month was a $19,000 month. Another one who her first five-figure month was a $17,000 month. Like it doesn't have to be a $10,000 month, but When you create whatever that first kind of bigger five-figure cash month is, that is when you actually are setting yourself up to be able to create bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger months afterward. 
Because as I was saying at the beginning, when you have these foundations in place, that's when you are able to continue building on top of them. That's when you're able to continue refining them. That's when you're able to, you know, look at, okay, my messaging is working, but where can I shift? I'm going to shift this a little bit, shift this a little bit, shift this a little bit to be able to now continually move those people with more and more ease into whatever the sales process is. So 10K, it's just a starting point. I think I even said on day one that 10K, it's kind of like when you have that that moment where you have that first or first in a while five-figure cash month, you're essentially now starting a new book in your business journey. So it's just a starting point. That's where the book starts, but where the book ends is up to you, right? You get to decide what do I actually want to create here? But because you have essentially proven the concept of your business in creating that new five-figure milestone, and you've done it with the help of these foundations, the offer, the messaging, the marketing, the sales process, when you have had these really core foundations and you've been practicing them, now it's easier and easier and easier to create those consistent five-figure cash months. And I'm living proof of this. I created my first 10K cash month. And then I think I had right after that, a little bit of a lower, maybe like a 9K cash month. I didn't quite hit 10K. And then I've literally had five-figure cash months ever since then. (laughs) And it's because I created my first 10K cash month from these foundations because that's where I started. And now all I have to do, and this is where it gets to be really simple, really easy. All I have to do is like keep doing them and keep getting better and better at them and start to master this skill set of business growth. And if you want to have a successful business, that is a skill set that you have to master. And that comes down to these foundations. So 10K sounds great, but it's not enough. You're right. (laughs) One 10K month is not going to change anything for you, right? It's not going to change anything long-term for you. So we get to use that as kind of a benchmark of like, oh, something is working. Great. Now that I have that, let's keep building on top of it to keep making more and more. And of course, if you're making more money, that also means you're helping more and more clients transform, which is super exciting. Okay, next question. I have four questions. So we've done two so far. Third question that I want to answer from the reflection questions. Am I going to have to spend 9K on support systems in order to make 10K? (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) But I also want to just think think about the root of this question for a moment right? It's like, oh, I'm going to have to invest $9,000 in order to make $10,000. Now that like only leaves me with $1,000. If you were to invest in a program or in something, in some any sort of support system, like you said, if you were to invest in any sort of program, support system, et cetera, that teaches you surface level tactics, that's like, here's exactly how to convert on Instagram or whatever, right? Here's exactly how to convert from your email list. Here's exactly how to whatever, whatever that thing is. If you were to spend the 9K, invest the 9K into a program or a coach or a methodology that really focuses on those like surface level tactics, then sure, you probably are going to spend 9K to make 10K and then you're not going to know how to actually consistently make that revenue, that level of revenue. But if you invest in a support system that teaches you the foundations, that teaches you repeatable processes, that teaches you how you can consistently create compounding success, 
that's when, no matter what you're investing, even if you invested 15K to make 10K, even with that, you're not actually investing $15,000 to make $10,000. You're investing $15,000 to make $10,000 one month, $12,000 the next month, $30,000 a few months later, $100,000 a couple years later. Like you are investing not just in the first 10K, you are investing in the ability to continually use what you have learned, these foundations that you have learned, and continually build on top of them to create more and more and more and more and more revenue, success, whatever it is, right? So the question itself, am I going to have to spend 9K on support systems in order to make 10K? I want to encourage you to think about what are you investing in, right? What support systems are you investing in? What's their kind of methodology behind this? Is it do this exact strategy because this is how I did things and it works? Or is it here are the foundations that work in business in general, right? Anything from Fortune 500 companies to like the small mom and pop coffee shop, like these are the foundations that work. And so if you know these foundations and you're able to build your business growth expertise, then you're not spending 9k to make 10k you're spending 9k investing 9k to make all of the future money that you're going to be able to make in your business because you have foundations that work and that not only repeatedly work but they kind of like compound every single time you try them like I was saying with messaging for example you're gonna kind of feel a little bit like with messaging at first like it, it feels a little uncomfortable it's not a real like expertise of yours yet But the more you practice it, the more it integrates with who you are. And now it's an integrated skill set. It's an integrated expertise that you are bringing to your ability to run a thriving and successful business. And eventually even to move fully into that like space of I am CEO and I know how to set this vision. I know what I need in order to keep growing this business. Last question I want to answer and this is probably the most important, how do I make sure that I am almost exclusively attracting my right fit people to me, right? One person asked, do I need to kind of like state a revenue threshold in my marketing? Like you have to have already made hundred K or whatever. Another person asked like, how do I pre-qualify them? What sort of questions should I ask to make sure that they are that truly aligned right fit person? And so when you're thinking about How do I make sure that I pretty much exclusively attract my right fit people to me? First and foremost, you're not going to exclusively attract your right fit people to you, especially when you're first practicing. (laughs) So you will find that even if you make some shifts in your messaging or whatever it is, you might still find some people who kind of slide through the cracks and then you're like working with them and you're like, "Mm, they're not exactly my total right fit client. And that's fine. Like it takes practice, right? If they're really not the right fit client, there's ways to mediate with that, right? Ways to uh, gently release people and help them move into something that is the right thing for them. Uh, That's a different conversation though. So how do we make sure we're almost exclusively attracting that person? Do you need to like set a revenue threshold? How can you like be pre-qualifying them? It really starts with you actually from the get-go. It starts from the behind the scenes stuff you knowing who that right fit person is and you knowing what makes them best positioned to succeed. And then from there, when you know those two core pieces of information, who the right fit person is, what makes them best positioned to succeed, that's when now you can think about, well, what do I need to be saying 
in order to help my right fit people like really find me or whatever it is, right? Be attracted to me, book the discovery call in, et cetera. And so if you're seeing that a revenue marker actually makes a difference, right? If you're seeing they need to have already made 100K in their business, then sure, start saying that in your marketing. Start saying like this offer is best for people who, you know, have already made 100K in their business or whatever it is. Um, So if you're seeing that that is actually something that's really crucial to them being a right fit person, then yes, say it. It doesn't also like always have to be a revenue threshold though, right? Because what is that revenue threshold actually telling you? I have a client who works with kind of higher level people in business. And by higher level, I mean that they already have built a certain level of success in their business. And that is actually very crucial to their success with my client's work. Because if they haven't already built that, then my client's work isn't going to be valuable for them. Because basically whatever my client does then is going to have to now be redone in a couple months time. And so the revenue threshold, if my client wants to set a revenue threshold for them, that might be valuable. But my client has taken the approach of actually thinking about, well, what does that revenue threshold mean? It means that they're successfully selling their offers. It means that they already know their messaging. They already know their audience. And so now she actually has chosen not to necessarily like say, you need to have done X, Y, Z in her marketing, but she is exclusively speaking to the person who already has X, Y, Z. And so that's what we're here talking about today, right? So she's thinking about what is that person experiencing? What questions are they asking? What do they see as the problem? What do they know to be true? And what the person who already is successfully selling their offers, you know, already knows their ideal customer, already knows their messaging, that person, what they're experiencing or what they see as the problem is different than what someone who does not have those things in place, what they see as the problem or what they're experiencing. So it really shifts then the actual content that she's creating, the conversations she's having, publicly, the lives that she's doing, it's shifting all of her language, all of her marketing, all of her messaging, because she's speaking exclusively to that person who is already like there, who already has those pieces. So then the other question though, kind of, or uh, nuance to this question was, how do I pre-qualify them? And how do I even like identify them? Right. And so I have like a process for this that I, that I teach my clients, but I'll just kind of quickly say like you want to think about again who is this person (laughs) and what needs to be true right you want to have all of those pieces in mind for yourself and then when you're on a sales call you can start to ask yourself does this person know they have a problem are they looking for one solution to one problem is this person looking for a savior or is this person fully ready to transform and so when you're in a sales conversation with people and you actually like have this kind of framework and I, I have a actually much deeper framework <laughs> than I share with clients. But when you have this kind of framework to use as a reference, when you're having a conversation with someone, you can really start to identify and get better and better every time at identifying who they are, right? And where they land. And then based on where they land in those versions of your ideal customer, that's when you can then understand, is this person actually a right fit for this offer or not, right? Because only one of those four people is ready for a fully transformative offer, right? Unless you're selling like a teeny tiny little thing, (laughs) Um, then if you're selling like a big offer that is actually helping them transform, 
that's the only person that you want to actually bring in. And so pre-qualifying them, again, you can think about what sort of questions, like if you're doing like an application or something, what sort of questions do you need to be able to ask in order to see uh, which of those four versions they are? Again, there's a whole process for this. It would be an entirely different training, but you can really just keep going back to those four versions of your ideal customer. What do you know is true about that person who is ready to fully transform? And then what questions can you ask, kind of like reverse engineering it, right? To see, are they that person? And then when you're on a sales conversation with them, you can again be thinking about those four versions and you can really look at which one are they. And if they're your purchase ready person, and if they also have those conditions, right? If they're best positioned to succeed, then that's when you can be like, hell yes, I am selling this person because I know now that my offer is going to absolutely be perfect for them. It's absolutely going to transform their lives. And so knowing these things also not only makes it easier to like literally make conversions and literally attract the right fit people in, but also gives you so much more confidence because now you're like, oh, I know that this is going to work. (laughs) I know that this is going to help this person. So that's answering a few of those questions. And again, I just really, really, really appreciate hearing from all of you, having chats with you here. So glad that's making sense for you, Elle. Having the um, reflection responses as well, because it's giving me, um, helping me be able to serve my people best, right? Because I'm able to answer your specific questions, make sure that you are able to now integrate the things that we're talking about. So thank you so much for being here. I will see you tomorrow. We have probably the most important conversation that we have had this entire week. We have that happening tomorrow. So can't wait to see you there. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to this live training series on the 10K month formula. Make more sales with more ease every day. It is so easy sometimes to listen to things, but then not really actually like integrate what you just heard. And so even though it was amazing in the moment, it kind of ends up like not actually shifting how we are showing up inside of our businesses. That's why I actually want to invite you to pause before you continue on with your day and consider what would I like to carry forward from this conversation today? It's actually been shown that when we take that extra two to three minutes to intentionally choose a takeaway and then share that takeaway with someone else, that we are able to better integrate and then live from our new knowledge and our deeper understanding. So that's why I want to invite you to come join us inside the Big Hearted Entrepreneurs group on Facebook. This is the group where I host training series like this one and where you and I can get real and honest about what's actually happening in your business. Entrepreneurship can feel lonely. It can feel hard. It can also feel really powerful and beautiful all at the same time. So come share in that journey with our community of big-hearted entrepreneurs so that we can celebrate you in your highs and support you in your lows and be there for every moment in between. The link to join the group is in the show notes, or you can simply search Big Hearted Entrepreneurs on Facebook. I really hope I see you there.